Welcome to Truth Matters Church, contending for the faith one verse at a time. Connect with us at truthmatterschurch.org. Thank you for downloading this week's devotional titled Children and Fathers. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. Turning the page to the last chapter of Ephesians, we find ourselves in the middle of the Apostle Paul's instructions to believers on how to act among each other. Starting with the husband and wife in Ephesians 5, verses 22 to 33, he now looks deeper into the inner family unit. In Ephesians 6, verses 1 to 4, Paul wrote, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Now, on the surface, the instructions in verses 1 to 3 almost seem a little too obvious. Of course, children are to obey their parents. Yet all of us who have children or even know someone who does can attest to the fact that even the best kids are often disobedient. No one has to train a child to disobey their parents. It comes standard right out of the gate. Sin is so ingrained in our human nature that disobedience occurs as naturally as breathing. And this same sin nature is something that we have to fight for the rest of our lives. In many Bibles, like the NASB, anytime you see something in all caps, it indicates a quote from another place in Scripture, specifically the Old Testament. And here in verse 2, Paul quotes directly from the Ten Commandments, specifically Exodus 20, verse 12. And it's why Paul says, this is the first commandment with a promise. He quite literally means that under God's original law, written on stone tablets, the commandment for children to obey their parents is the first and only one that comes with a promise. And that promise is, so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Now, we all know from experience that sometimes when we've disobeyed our parents, it led to rather painful consequences. That could have been a broken arm from jumping on the couch, a burned hand from touching a hot stove, or much worse, like severe injuries in a car crash because we dismissed our parents' warning about speeding. God's promise here really falls along the lines of common sense. Good, God-fearing parents love their kids and only want the best for them. So the natural outcome of obedience to parents who are themselves obedient to the Lord is far fewer bad decisions, mistakes, injuries, and hard life lessons. Paul then gives instructions to dads. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. The Greek word used in verse 4 implies the act of pushing or leading someone to be angry. I envision this as teaching a child to be angry, even by example, over worldly things. Politics, the economy, wokeness, the annoying neighbors, bad traffic, even sports come to mind here. It seems there is always something to be angry about. And justified or not, a father should not be teaching his kids to be angry or to hate others. Rather, God created fathers to lead, guide, and instill in their children the ways of the Lord and to help them grow up as good citizens of heaven and of earth. Proverbs 3.12 tells us, For whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. 
The writer of Hebrews amplified this very proverb when he wrote, For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, and he scourges every son whom he receives. That's Hebrews 12, verse 6. Scripture tells us that discipline is good, healthy, and necessary. If God disciplines and even scourges us when we go astray, so too should a good father discipline his children, but never unjustly. It is very easy for us dads to be hard on our kids. Good fathers want their kids to learn and grow, but sometimes that can manifest itself with harsh commands, impatience, criticism, or unwarranted physical punishment. We really must avoid this and ensure that our words are seasoned with grace and that our discipline is appropriate and fair. Fathers are to bring our children up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This is a very difficult task and one that requires great patience, understanding, a good listening ear, and a lot of prayer. We should be the example of what a godly man looks like, one for our sons to aspire to be like, and one for our daughters to use as a model of their future husband. Our spiritual health and deepening relationship with the Lord are crucial. Being a Christ-like husband and father is a very high calling, and one that requires a lot of strength and discipline of our own. Leaning on God, our Heavenly Father, and spending that quality time with Him in prayer and His Word is really the only way that we can do it. Thank you so much for listening today. We appreciate you. We hope you enjoyed this expository-style devotional. And for more biblical teaching, visit us at truthmatterschurch.org. And be sure to check out our 24-hour stream of biblical teaching, scripture reading, and encouraging music at truthmattersradio.com. Have a blessed day.